0: You're listening to The Warblers, a Birds Canada podcast minisode.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to another minisode of The Warblers podcast. In our last episode, we kind of had a recap of the 2021 birding highlights of the year. Uh, So we wanted to touch on a few more that maybe we missed out. We've got our producer, Jody Allaire, joining us. And uh, before we get into it, Andres, I want to know if you went to see the Razor Bills.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this Minnesota because it's been one of the most popular episodes. The year in birding was so popular and I learned so much from it. So Mike Burrell was kind enough to say, hey, you know, the Razor Bills are still in Niagara. And then I was like, oh, my God. And I jumped in the car the next day and I went down to Niagara and I saw three Razor Bills for the wings. Nice. nice.
2: Well done. Yeah.
0: I know, and and Mike was so kind to just let me know that they were there. He went out of the blue and sent me an email. So this is to say that we need to have very good birding friends in order to find out about birds we want to watch. (laughs) But besides that, I decided to use another of my very good birding friends, which is joining us today, Mr. Jody Allaire. Jody, what did you tell me to do the last weekend?
2: Uh, Yes, get up to Algonquin Park and uh, enjoy some amazing... Winter birding in uh, in central Ontario. How did that go? <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, it was awesome. So this is another continuation of the previous episode because it was, you know, the winter eruption of the ages, right? And so I said, well, you know, Mike said that this was supposed to be a good year as well. I don't know if these guys are going to be here. And I decided to jump in the car. But before that, I talked with Jody and he gave me three or four spots to hit. And so I did. And I got... Three, yes, three lifers and remarkable photos that I will be posting with this minisode on Twitter and Instagram for you guys to watch. <laughs> I got the evening grosbeaks. I got the pine grosbeaks that I've decided is the most beautiful finch in mm. North America. I absolutely love mm. it. And then I also got the black back woodpecker. And Jody gave me the exact location I needed to hit. And I hit it and it was there.
1: What the heck, Jody? You're you live in Alberta now. How do you have all the insider <laughs> insights?
0: Well,
2: uh, yeah, it's it's I, I haven't been to Algonquin in in, in many years, but I, I you know I grew up in in Peterborough, Ontario, and I spent a lot of time in Algonquin Park as a kid, uh, camping and canoeing with my parents, and and uh, and I birded it a lot, and and. Sp- for a lot of these you know winter finches and especially some of the boreal specialties like boreal chickadee and spruce grouse and blackback woodpecker th- there's there 's fairly reliable locations to to sort of look for these birds uh, year after year. You still have to have a bit of luck so um, so and i 'm really happy that that one of those spots uh, worked out for you Andres. congratulations on the three lifers. And it's so beautiful up there, isn't it? I, I, miss, I miss that area. That's... Oh,
0: winter wonderland. But, but for our dear listeners, we're going to go beyond Ontario on this Minnesota, and we're going to be talking about the big news that birds got that were left out of our previous episode. So I'm going to get us started. One of the big news that we had was the restoring the Migratory Bird Treaty Act and making it stronger. So the Biden-Harris administration restored some of the protections that were lost after the Obama era on the Migratory Bird Treaty Act that protects and Jody can explain more uh, the migratory bird species in in North America, but they also announced a regulatory framework for industry, so they, that they could be compliant with the law. And I think this is one of the biggest wins for last for twenty twenty one for birds.
2: A, a lot of us, and, and you know, in Birds Canada was, um, and our our previous president Stephen Price, you know, had written a. Uh, an article in the Globe and Mail um about the changes to that act were, were gonna have a real negative impact on the on the on the ability to develop on important nesting habitat for a lot of our migratory birds across Canada and the US. And there were a lot of groups in the states um that were opposed to this as well. And and we were all very relieved that um very early on in uh, the new administration in the US that they decided to walk back those changes and and uh, to reinstate the original treaty act. So r- really good news that that we didn't have to uh, that we didn't have to deal with the the real terrible outcomes that would have come from those changes. So yeah, I was very we were all very pleased for that.
1: And then on top of that really good news, uh, there was also an interesting study that came out, uh, a YouGov study from the UK this year. That said, two thirds of British people had their lives enriched by watching birds and by hearing bird song. Two thirds.
2: That is incredible. I think we we talk so much about you know pandemic impacts on birding, and, and birding is really having its time um, with with the pandemic. So many people coming to it, but man, that the results of that survey is uh, you know in terms of a pandemic impact, uh, that's incredible.
0: And it's wicked that they. Capture bird song, right? There's so many people that cannot engage with birds by watching them, but that they only engage by listening to birds. And that was wicked, which also reminds me that even Forbes Forbes published an article on how more birds make you as happy as more money.
1: Absolutely. I mean, even yesterday I was out walking in a forest near home and there there wasn't a lot of bird song so much as there were just a lot of crows. But Actually, just the sound of them cawing away really put me at peace. Like, it's it's unreal the impact they have.
0: And I hope that this gift that birds give us can be retributed to birds and that people are giving those gifts back so we can have birds around us all the time.
2: Yeah, I, I, love, I love that sentiment, right? Like, I, I think, and I've said this a few times and I've written about this, but, you know, birds gave us and continue to give us so much during the pandemic with all the stress and all of the challenges and, and birds were kind of there for us. Right. (laughs) And, um, uh, and I hope, I hope we have a whole new cohort of, of birders going forward. And I hope people really, um, take the next step in understanding that, you know, we need to do whatever we can to, to make sure we continue to have birds,
0: um, uh, Not just for us, but for for themselves, right? Did we see this reflected on Birds Canada? Did something change on our end? Well, I think, yeah,
2: in addition to more people out there birding, you know, there was there was a real bump in, in terms of volunteer participation in, in our programs. Um, and, you know, in last year alone, we had over 70,000 uh, people participating wow. in our monitoring programs, right? Like absolutely incredible. And programs like Project Feeder Watch and Great Backyard Bird Count and eBird all saw, you know, uh, continuous increases in, in the number of people participating. Fills me with optimism. I think that we can, uh, we're going to get so many people hooked on birds and and wanting to make changes for f- to to cons- help conserve birds. I, I sort of love that.
1: Thank you, thank you to everybody who got involved this year, and uh, the great backyard bird counts coming up too right away for people who might want to dip their toes in. Right?
2: How would they do it, Jody? Great backyard bird count is is one of my absolute favorite sort of entry level uh, engagement programs for for people wanting to to get involved in counting birds and and contributing to citizen science. Um, it's, it's really simple. Um, you, you can visit uh, the Great Backyard Bird Count website. You can visit our website to learn more about it. Uh, it happens over the, the, the family day long weekend. Um, and you basically go outside, go either in your yard or in your local green space or even your favorite uh, park nearby And go out and count birds, watch birds and count birds for 15 minutes. You can enter your observations on eBird, um, or you can use, if you're just starting out, you can download the Merlin Bird ID app, which is free. And you can, you could actually enter individual observations that you've identified using Merlin um, to the, to the GBBC. And And this is happening all around the world over a four day period. And it's this really fantastic snapshot of, of how the world's birds are doing. And it's not just for experienced birders. It is 100% for people just starting out or people wanting to do this with their kids or grandkids or as a family. It is, it is very user-friendly. It's very, um, very conducive to, to, to doing your first sort of bird survey. So get
0: out there and do it. Thank you, Jody. Um, We have two other big, big news that birds got on 2021. One of them is the boreal. You know, the boreal is home to the breeding territories of hundreds of bird species. They literally come back to eat all the insects that are around the boreal and to nest there. It's a whole bunch of space to nest and to find food and raise their young. So we need the boreal for bird populations to survive. And the Canadian government pledged 340 million dollars, Canadian dollars, to Indigenous stewardship programs across Canada, which will support the creation of new Indigenous protected areas and also the amazing Indigenous Guardian program that helps protect the boreal forest. And I think that's one of the biggest news for this year as well.
1: Yeah, that's huge. A lot of good work going to come out of that.
0: And this is why this is good news. It's not because money is going to boreal. That's fantastic. But it's because it's going to It's traditional stewards that have kept the boreal going for hundreds of hundreds of years. And so I think that's why this is a very good news, because of the way this money is going to be put to work. We'll be right back. The
2: Warblers is a podcast of Birds Canada. Our goal is to bring you the information you need to discover, enjoy and protect birds. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, leave a review and share this podcast with everyone you know. Birds Canada relies on the support of donors like you. To learn more or to make a donation, visit birdscanada.org. And if you give, please note the podcast in the comment box.
0: And then the final good news, I think, is the movement Bird Names for Birds that is really taking Uh, That is really lifting up the ground, and can can you tell us more about that movement, Jody? Yeah, so last
2: year saw um, like a few things happen in the bird names for birds movement. And for people who are not familiar with it, um, it, it's it's a movement where uh, they're trying to remove, or we are all trying to remove um, honorific, you know, bird names. So basically, name birds that are named after people, but especially very problematic people in history um that have done really quite terrible things and, and should not have birds you know, named after them what was formerly known as mccowan's longspur was changed to thick build long spur, um and and the primary reason for that was that mccowan was was not was essentially not a good person or had a great history and um and uh they're they're essentially like removing statues. It's it's basically virtual statues of of removing these these people who should not have birds named after them. It's a very important initiative. Um, it had some headway last year. We had a big um symposium with lots of experts across North America, including Birds Canada, some Birds Canada staff, uh, where we, you know, really voiced our support for this initiative going forward. It's in the hands of the uh uh, the American Ornithological Society to d- create a new committee to uh, to help provide recommendations for a way forward. We're still waiting on on this to actually happen. I feel like things have stalled on this front, but hopefully this year coming, um we will make headway and we will start making these changes. Uh, needs to be done. And uh, so I hope it happens needs to be done. Ha- I hope it happens sooner than later.
1: Yeah awesome so yeah learn more about that go read about it and uh, voice voice your opinions let's let's get that let's keep that momentum going um with that i think that was a pretty good summary of some of the things we maybe missed in our last episode but go back and listen to that if you haven't yet uh, and if you've had any birding highlights yourselves this year or any big news stories that you think we've missed we'd love to hear them shoot us an email uh informations in the episode description and uh yeah get out there and go birding